Dr. Donaraj, let's start at the very beginning. What is sports medicine? Sports medicine specifically is a uh, sect of medicine. It's a specialty of medicine dealing with the injuries, ailments, and recoveries of athletic injuries. It can be done through different routes. Obviously, uh, orthopedic surgeons can do a general residency in orthopedic surgery, then do a fellowship in orthopedic sports medicine. That's kind of the typical route, a focused one-year fellowship studying athletes their athletic ailments, you know, their rehab, their prevention, which is important, and then specifically the surgical techniques to help these ailments in the operating room, which are mostly minimally invasive arthroscopic techniques that are aimed to get the athlete back on the field as soon as possible. The other option is primary care, and they go through their primary care residency, and then they can specialize in sports ailments as well, but from the non-operative side. So do I need to be an athlete to see a sports medicine physician? No, absolutely not. It's definitely catered towards all walks of life. These injuries do happen to occur more frequently during some athletic participation, but inevitably these happen in day-to-day -day life. And I would say, you know, a good half of these injuries are probably not a direct result from sports. I mean, we, we see people with tennis elbow who've, who've never hit a tennis ball in their lives all the time. <laughs> I'm not sure I understand why I'd pick a sports medicine doctor over an orthopedic physician. I think the benefits are kind of a more philosophical and, and um, goal-oriented based. Sports medicines, our job is to kind of keep people as upright, active, and enabled to perform at their best ability for whatever activity it could be. And it goes all the way, obviously, to athletes, to, to weekend warriors, to people who, who've never had participation in sports but still have the same injury. So our goals are kind of focused on uh, quickly rehabbing the patient, whether it be in treating them, whether it be surgically or non-surgically. I think a lot of our philosophy is, is basically behind trying to get these people upright and active as quick as possible. So what would a typical experience be like? I think it's a whole kind of patient-focused approach. We, we really look at the patient's goals, the patient's uh, expectations, and their background. So a lot of these injuries are not necessarily treated operatively, and, and we really focus on trying to get patients through their injury through the most minimally invasive approach, whether it be surgical or non-surgical. So even starting out prior to any you know procedure that may be done, I always attempt to try to get these patients rehabilitated, You know, whether it be an ankle sprain or a meniscus tear, there's always options to try to get patients back without surgery. So we do tend to employ those techniques first. And then obviously when it comes down to having to have surgery, the rehab in the post-operative period is just as important as the surgery itself sometimes. So those modalities are, are definitely employed in terms of of rehab and sports-specific exercise, those kind of things are, are really focused on in, in the post-operative period as well. Now, when you hear sports medicine, you do think professional athletes. Are there any age limits or requirements? No, absolutely not. I mean, personally, I did my fellowship at University of Pennsylvania with conjunction with Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. So, you know, my background is in athletic injuries from the weekend warrior adults to kids who are playing just little league, etc. I have a seven-year-old and a five-year-old who are playing recreational soccer now. And, you know, we see the gambit of all injuries even at that young age. So, there is no age requirement or limit for sports medicine and sports medicine consultations. I know there have been a lot of studies about how dangerous some sports are, and surprisingly, cheerleading is always at the top. Are there any other sports that you see that seem to come with a lot of pains and sprains? It's really interesting to see the gamut of sports injuries because there's so many sports out there. And as you put, cheerleading has been shown to have one of the highest rates of catastrophic injuries. So we, we talk about neck, head, those type of injuries in cheerleading just because of the nature of throwing the individual in the air and, and catching them or not catching them. So we do see the highest number of catastrophic injuries. 
Other ligamentous injuries such as ACL, which are very common, we obviously see in soccer, which are pivoting and you know high impact kind of pivoting sports, skiing as well, high incidence of ACL ruptures. And overhead athletes have their own genre of, of injuries. It's usually labral tears, uh, impingement of the sh shoulder, internal impingement, and obviously rotator cuff pathology. So depending on the athlete, we, we really can hone in on what their problems would be. There's a, such an interesting gambit out there. And previously I was involved with the New Jersey Athletic Commission covering mixed martial arts and boxing. And I got to see so many unique injuries to the shoulder and the knee and the ankle that were basically products of certain joint manipulations, locks that were meant to <laughs> kind of cause these injuries. So I got to really study those and, and really uh, there's so many interesting facets of sports medicine that are out there. My previous history was also with the Princeton Ballet where I previously was employed and I got to see a number of very unique uh, injuries only present in certain unique populations. Finally, let's talk a little bit about what St. Mary has to offer. Well, I think nowadays we really do provide the whole gambit of all sports medicine procedures and all sports medicine facilities and any modalities that will be out there for patients. So I'm starting from the surgery side, you know, whether it be arthroscopy, cartilage regeneration and joint preservation, anything like that that's out there we are now doing. And obviously the rehab services are there as well. The, the preoperative rehab, the prehab as we put it for athletes and post-operatively getting them back on the field for a very sport-specific approach is now available and, and we are really developing that as well. Thank you so much. This really has been helpful.